This is a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to FUBARradio.com. James Acaster on FUBAR Radio. Welcome to my FUBAR show. It's a bit of fun. The main idea behind this is all the songs going to be played on my iPod. I've got a guest's iPod. I was going to put them on shuffle so we don't know what's going to be. We can't show off essentially no showing off we could be humiliated or we could be made to look quite cool who knows so here we go we're gonna start off first song it's gonna be from my ipod on shuffle let's see what it is oh all right well there you go Manamana by the Muppets is the, now a lot of you might think that was not on shuffle, and I have done that for comic effect to make it, it is on shuffle. My guest today, Lembert Opek, did not believe me. He <laughs> demanded to look at the iPod because he said that's no way that is on shuffle. You've done that deliberately for a laugh. I haven't. That's my iPod has immediately showed me up or made me look quite cool. I think both at the same time. Lembert, he- hello. Hello. If that was random, that was a phenomenon. Yeah. Oh. See what I did there? On all cylinders. <laughs> all two. All yeah. two. Uh, how that, are you, mate? You all right? Very, very well. Delighted to be here. Love the new format and concerned and excited to see what comes out of my mystery machine. Yes, now you, you've got it all set up. I'm going to unplug my iPod and hand the lead over to you right now. It's very exciting. The um, lead has passed to a new generation of do, iPod. Do you think you've got quite a cool, a cool iTunes? I have... I think so, actually, because lots of my stuff's really obscure, mm. and I always think obscure is interesting. I don't tend to save very much mainstream or modern stuff, because you can get that anywhere all the time. Yes. So it's stuff that I listen to when I'm writing. I do tons and tons of writing, and yeah. uh, that's when I use it. Though, funny enough, I've got iPod problems today, as you can see, and yeah. sometimes I use other things as well. I've got Adele with trans music on it too, and it's always on shuffle. Because what is life? What is life without adventure? As you've shown by increasing your stature no end, Absolutely. with Muppet lovers Absolutely. all over the world. Absolutely. Well, let me let's let's photo yours right now. Let's shuffle and see what what tunes inspire Lemix Opex. Brilliant writing. Here we go. <laughs> Natalie Imbruglia, first song on... Now, Lembert, I hope I can convey to the listeners your joy when that came on, (laughs) punching the air and shouting, yes, such a cool song. Well, I realise this is not a competition, it's a war. (laughs) You had the Muppets, I had big mistake. How cool is that? And and, and I can assure you at home, that was entirely a random selection. Uh, I don't think anyone's doubting that for a second. Definitely was a... What a great song. I haven't heard it in a while. I haven't listened to it for ages. I do sort of listen to stuff randomly myself because Mm. it's more interesting. You know, I regulate everything. Free creative thought. But yes, okay. I would say that Muppets is good. But this time, Imbruglia. I just get it by a whisker. Did, did, did you like Torn by Natalie Imbruglia? Do you I, remember that song? I do. Totally iconic, classic song, actually. Amazing um, song. And yeah. she deserves everything, all the happy success that she's had. <laughs> she's going to say she deserves everything she's got. That sounds terrible. She deserves everything in the world, that woman. Yes, Natalie Imbruglia. Well, not everything in the world. I mean, I'm no. not quite that generous. But uh, certainly, oh. uh, well, I don't know. She sorry. This no. is going in a dangerous direction now. <laughs> she might be waiting. She might have heard this show. She'll be outside waiting for you. And Natalie, I'll be finished at six. 
Right, there you go. Yeah. And you decide uh, if you want a Muppet lover or, indeed, somebody who loves you, baby. <laughs> oh, uh, I wasn't throwing my hat in the ring for that. I don't but, know. Uh, there you, go. you have now. You yeah, know. I'll have Miss Piggy waiting for me. So <laughs> see. I, I think we should have another one from your... Already? Uh, your okay. one. Yeah, I think, you know, follow up, keep the momentum. You're, you're on a roll. <laughs> you're on a roll, you've you got... You got Natalie and Prulia kicked it off very nicely. Yeah. What are you hoping for in your heart now? I'm actually hoping... F- I'm hoping for All Saints, actually. Yeah. They're buried in there somewhere. I haven't listened to that for a long time either, but uh, it could be anything from hundreds. Also, I, I should warn you that I've got some tracks there which aren't really tracks at all. The computer thinks they're tracks, but they're recordings from a radio show that I did many years ago and didn't actually work out, but the right. t- somehow got absorbed in the collection. I normally just go past so them. So some of you talking to other people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see, see who comes up. <laughs> you never know. You if might that happens, know I'm not... I'm not going to skip it. We're going to play that whole interview that you've done with someone else. Uh, unless it's we'll the 30-minute version. It's a 30-minute version. Yeah, but it could be the most easy, two or three easiest show I've ever done if we do that. Well, we can go to the pub with Miss Piggy and Natalie then. Yeah, me and you, we'll come back for <laughs> that finish. Well, let's see. Let's okay. see what... Let me open the next track. Right, let's, see what, let's see what comes up. Tension in the air. Right, the shuffle is happening. Kelly Watch the Stars by Air, which I think is cooler than Natalie and Brulia. Lembit wasn't convinced, but then about halfway through you went, this is cool. I decided I was suddenly becoming super cool. Uh, yeah. With my Aston Martin parked outside, if only that was the case. <laughs> I've been lucky. I've been lucky, James. I mean, it's been, it's been good. I mean, also, though, I have Kelly Watch the Stars on my iPod. So if, if it, it, it could, could come up, come up it twice. It could come up. This is actually a bit, maybe not from the same album. Both this and the previous song came out from, I think, different discs of the Brit 1999 Awards album. I've been very lucky when I was an MP. I used to hang around quite a lot with people from the music industry. And then I was lucky enough to go to some of these awards, and they'd give these out in the freebies afterwards. So ah, I so think you... I didn't even pay for that album. Oh, man. I You're know. looking cooler than me, and you haven't even paid for it. Uh, I downloaded that Muppet song. <laughs> 79p. Did you really? Out of pocket. You well, actually paid I, I for bought it. the whole album for the latest, or not the latest Muppets film. It's Muppets film uh, with uh, well, Jason Segel in it. That worries me because that means there's ten times more risk of having another Muppets song than I thought. Oh, there's so more than ten. <laughs> there's loads of Muppets. There's even like little snippets of Kermit just talking for five seconds and stuff <laughs> like that. Like just stuff from the film. They, they use it to link up <laughs> tracks. So I've got that on here. Is Who this, knows? It's more like a counselling session now, James. Yeah, I think mean, <laughs> I'm really I'm, I'm depending on this next song. I, I want to I want to hear your next one, and we can compare it to what we've just heard. Well, it's see if it saves me. See what happens. <laughs> okay, here we go. James A. Caster's iPod, track two. by Cloud Dead on my iPod. I mean, let's face it, that kind of stuff doesn't get much radio play. These days, people don't really get to hear some nice electronic dirge just played repeatedly. Lembit, 
reactions to that? I'm just not depressed enough to enjoy it, James. <laughs> really. I mean, if, if I want to be really depressed, I'll listen to Leonard Cohen. And that's, that's not fair, actually, James. I like that. Yeah. There's, a, there's a bar called Gilgamesh in Camden in London, and that's the kind of music you'd hear there. I really do like it. Yeah, yeah, I should head down to Gilgamesh. Hang you on would those be guys. a hero, probably, there, because I would say that uh, they'll all know Cloud Dead there <laughs> and 320. I think it's cool because it's alternative, it's not mainstream, mm-hmm. and it says something about yourself mainly positive. Where, where it's tripped me up, which is annoying, is that every other song on that album is quite melodic and fun and, and uh, rappy, <laughs> and then that one song is like that, and my iPod's gone, I heard you were doing your shuffle show today, here you go. <laughs> You're not getting any of the melody of Cloud Dead, just that. Have you seen a film called Her, H-E-R? Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Well, it reminds me of that, because maybe in the film Her, if you haven't seen it, uh, a computer, an, an operating system, system an OS, and uh, a human begin to develop a relationship. And yep. she communicates in various ways. Maybe your OS is telling you something. Maybe what would it be to, 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 sure. to end my life? I mean, that, it, was, <laughs> it was a depressing <laughs> bit of music. James Acaster on Fubar Radio. With me is Rob Deering. Me and Rob are going to put our iPods on shuffle. Uh, actually, no, Rob, say hello. Hi. You're a musical comic. You've got a guitar and pedals and everything, and you're doing sound checks. What's the thing you least like? When I was in a band, I hated it when people would go, once people are in here, fill up, it'll be different. It'll yeah. sound different. No, the two worst things for me, exactly, but the worst thing for me is when it doesn't work and the sound guy starts looking at my stuff. <laughs> I just always have said, well, my stuff works. Yep. Yeah. The stuff I brought with me that I use every day, that's the stuff that works. Yeah. Because don't, don't start checking that. Don't start there. <laughs> and the other one is when it's bad and you look at the sound person and they're just looking back at you with a big sort of serene look on their face and <laughs> says, yeah, something's wrong, isn't it? <laughs> so, yeah, that's your problem. Same way when you see a bouncer kind of watching a fight. Yeah. This is you now. This is your own. <laughs> yeah. <This is laughs> Does somebody need to tag you in? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. Well, what, what are you waiting for now? <laughs> Some, an email? This is, this is it. This is, this is like, you know, if you're in a fire station, there'd be a bell ringing. Yeah. <laughs> they don't sit around, do they, when the bell rings? No, looking up, oh, what's that? <laughs> Who's that? Where's that coming up? Someone fix that bell. Why the heck is that noise <laughs> coming along? We've got your iPod here, Rob. It's a little one. Is it actually called an iPod Shuffle, this? Yeah, but they, it's an old it's an old generation of iPod Shuffle as well. It's my running iPod. Yeah? That's covered a lot of miles. <laughs> a lot of mileage from this yeah, iPod. Yeah. It's lovely. It's, it looks, it's dwarfed next to my big old, yeah, big you, old you, iPod. You, I'm, I'm, I'm not uncomfortable with your big one <laughs> sitting next to my little old one. How many, how many songs have you got on this? 150, something like that. So it narrows it down to... What's the ratio of embarrassing songs to cool songs? Well, you see, to me, they're all wonderful in their own way. Rightfully so. We'll see. There's, you know, something's going to come up that's going to make me look a bit of a... But, you know, it's all context, isn't it? Well, you know, it's subjective. There'll be some people at home, when that embarrassing one comes up, thinking, finally, this song's on the radio. Yeah, thank goodness for... End song. <laughs> but we'll start with not mine. Sync, by the way, it sounded like it was. N-Sync, but now N Sync are going to come up on your iPod, and you're going to go. What I said not earlier on, not N Sync. Yeah, I went because you are lying. I know that N Sync's on here. Well, it must you know, be. I'm, I couldn't possibly say. I can't even name one N Sync song. I think. Well, I know Justin Timberlake was in N Sync. Yeah, there's a video where they were all puppets, marionette puppets. But I don't know. They had a song that went... I can't think what it was, though, but it had that kind of... Yeah, but I can't... That's all I've got at the moment. I've got that on my iPod. <laughs> it's not that instinct, it's just you making just that noise. Just me going... Like trying to remember a duck noise yeah, okay. by me. Rob yeah. Deering sings the classics of NSYNC. 
on my iPod. Are you going to play something off your iPod now? I will. I'll, I'll stick my neck out first. Do Why it. not? So let's see. Let's see what the first one is on my wonderful big iPod. Somewhat you're never understood. Big deal, you're doomed to die. John Bryan, over our heads on Food Bar Radio. I just said before that that my iPod threw up a lot of depressing stuff. And the first song, the first song it does, it's about how we can never, we'll never understand life. We'll never get our heads around it. No one ever knows or loves another. <laughs> we live as we dream alone. That song is from I Heart Huckabees. I was just going to say, when listening to it, I thought it was Christmas again and I was going to head down <laughs> to John Lewis. It's got quite that, you know, it's yeah. got a little kind of... Except for the lyrics. lyrical. Yeah. Have you seen I Heart Huckabees? Have you seen that film? I haven't seen it. I know of it. I know it's what it right. is. I haven't seen it. It's all right. It's uh, David O. Russell. Yeah. So the fighter and the fighter's good. That's yeah. my favourite one. We're going to play your iPod now. Yeah, have you got it turned on? Well, Rob Deere is turning on his iPod. It should work now. We're about to play it. Feeling good? How are you feeling? I'm looking forward to it, whatever it is. Intense? Okay, here we go. Rob Deere's iPod, track one. <laughs> On Food by Radio from Rob Deering's iPod. Happy with that? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry about the incredible... You got so much... Not just air guitar, air guitar, air bass, air drums from me there. Everything. You were doing very good air bass. I think the air bass was the most accurate. Yeah, I was looking yeah. at that thinking he knows exactly where he is there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's all about that. I love a bit of Rush. I do love Rush. And that's great yeah. running music. But I will have lost... You know, loads of people despise Rush, so... Really? Do they? Yeah, I think thing? that's my cards on the table. Have you come up against that a lot in your Rush life? resistance? Yeah. Yeah, I get quite a lot of it in my own house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm a bit of a... I try not to be, but I am a bit of a Rush evangelist, you know, so right, I'm, yeah. do, I'm, I'm doing it again, look. Stopping playing Rush and talking about how good it is. Like, oh, shut up about Rush. <laughs> how, how long have you been into Rush for? <laughs> Since my brother got into them, which in turn yeah. would be about 1981, sort of around the time Tom Sawyer came out. Lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Tom to think, Sawyer. Yeah, see, good. That's I've got a jazz version of Tom Sawyer on my iPod. Maybe that'll get thrown oh, up. That would be good. I've, that's nice. the my, most negative emotion is realizing that this iPod is quite likely to have a fair amount of Rush. Yeah, I think another Rush song would be bad. I and think another Rush song after that would be really bad. I don't know if it would. I think it'd be really great if all your iPod plays is Rush. That's <laughs> not beyond the realms of possibility. <laughs> James Acaster on Fubar Radio. Mr. Jeremy Swift, how are you, Jeremy? You right? I'm very good, thank you, yeah. Thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Your our iPods look almost identical. They do, they, they look like, you know, yours, separated at birth. Yours has got a little dent in it, which means that you've lived more of a life than me, I think. Oh, no, hang on, is that... Can you see that? Oh, I don't, but yours has got some little scratches on the top and at the bottom. That is true, mine's more scratchy than yours. Yeah. A lot more. Is that not, not in a hip-hop way? No, no. It, uh, just, uh, well, I wonder why that is. Well, you, you have maybe kept more better care of yours, but that a dent means that something quite extreme happened to oh, you. Oh, I know what it, what it is. Yeah? It's my son. Your yeah. Son. He kept on before... Because I think I've had that one for a while, and before he got, like, um, any Nintendo 3DS sort of things when yeah. he was younger, he would play games on it and just go crazy pushing the buttons. Right. And I went, I went crazy when I thought he'd... <laughs> 
bust it completely. <laughs> he got very upset. How old was he? He was about six or seven when when he did that. I think. Well, that but, is that is old enough to yeah. be told off for that. That's fair enough. <laughs> good, good parenting straight away. <laughs> how are you feeling about? Are you hoping it's gonna? Are you confident? What with the playlist? With the songs on here, what, what might come up? <laughs> There's all sorts of stuff that I have that I sort of think I should have. Like, the, I mean, I do love a wide range of stuff, yeah. but there's. There's a lot of stuff that I probably wouldn't listen to if it, unless it was on shuffle. Yeah. And even then, I'd go, "Oh no, I that, that, that that's I listen to that when I'm yeah. 70. And there is some. Um, there's the odd thing that I've downloaded for somebody else. Like there's an Elton John song which I hate, <laughs> and I keep meaning to, uh, you know, grey out on my iTunes folder. Um, so I'm 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 um, um, I'm slightly pessimistic to be honest. Yeah. But I'll, but, um, but I, I you know I love music and uh, there's lots of good stuff on there. I hope it surfaces. Yeah, those ones that we download for other people are always they're very tricky. Yeah. And or ones that we download songs on iPod that we don't really want on there and. I mean, I don't even know why. <laughs> it happened. Yeah, yeah, you suddenly end up with that, oh yeah, that, I forgot that I, I own that Cheryl Cole song. And uh, Although, to be honest, I, I'm not embarrassed about that. <laughs> I, 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 do, I do like that one. What I do now, what I have done for about the last four years, is if I hear something like on Six Music, and, and I think, that's great, I think I'm going to love that, and I download it, yeah. you know, I Shazam it and download yeah. it immediately. And after about two weeks, I think, oh, what's that again? And I play it, and I think, Oh god, that's really kind of mediocre. <laughs> it's got one bit in it that I th- that I got excited yeah. about, and and now it's there. And you're a Shazammer. That's very. Yes. I am a Shazammer. Yeah. I don't know many Shazammers. That's very good. Do you do, do you do it a lot? Have you ever done it in an unusual place? Ever heard something? Well, I have done it in supermarkets and things, or whatever. Or uh, that's about the most. Unu- not in toilets or anything like that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've ever heard. You know, or lifts or anything. Yeah. Um, but it is surprising that, like, because of the digital code. Like when I, I occasionally listen to a pirate station in, in the yeah. car or something and I'll pull over and, uh, and, and try and shazam it. And, of course, it's a mix, so it doesn't have right. the digital code, so you can't get it. And you oh. sort of think, oh, that's great, and I'll never hear it again. Oh, I didn't know that's how shazam works. You can't, it, it's, it's digital codes and uh, stuff. Yeah, it is, yeah, stuff, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that is a shame. That's, so you, you have to actually go out and ask, or you can't, Google, the, Google the lyrics, that's what I end up doing. Yes, that is, yes. But you, yeah. You, well, I suppose it has to be that way. You couldn't, you know, Shazam a busker, for no. example. <laughs> That's, you'd have to pay them quite a lot to, <laughs> to Shazam them. They don't get Shazam for less than the tenor. <laughs> right, we'll start off with my iPod. Uh, here we go. Start off with Press and Shuffle now. She needs a golden calculator to divide the time it takes to look inside and realize. Outcast. With roses, I was saying to Jeremy, I think that's the first one my iPod's played that is actually a single that people have mm. heard on the radio and uh, would be familiar with, which is nice to show. I'm in touch with the the common man. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, got a lot of pretentious stuff. Ideally, we, we're plugging your iPod in now. Yes. If this wasn't iPod Shuffle and you were in charge of what you got to play <laughs> from your iPod, yeah. what would you? What kind of stuff would you? Would you play now? What would be the first one you would open on that would be like, maybe if you've got some friends around, you want to look cool? I really like at the moment, I like a lot of American and Canadian kind of electro kind mm. of poppy bands like Purity Ring mm-hmm. and Chairlift right. and uh, Y Oak. 
I love hearing bands that I've never heard of before because it always sounds like the names are just the person is making them up. I know, it's, like, it's like, like a parody of John <laughs> Peel going, yeah, yeah. The, the 12 <laughs> Obstacles. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I would have to stick on some Roxy Music, my favourite yep. band ever, and I'm, I'm, I'm very much of the opinion that I think Roxy's, even by Roxy Music themselves, they mm. keep playing the same sort of... Uh, there's, a, there's a bunch of favourites that people... Like and I think there's a whole other side to Roxy music yeah. that is, you know, fantastic and uh, overlooked. I have never even bothered to get into Roxy music because they're a band that like loads of bands. There's loads of bands I haven't bothered to get into because there's so so much of a back catalogue. I'm like I can't. So and I've, like, I've only just started listening to Neil Young. Right. I'm, I'm 30 and I've only just started because it, it was just too much. And then eventually I hear enough songs that I like that I start getting into it. What would be the also f- friends have persuaded me that I should listen to him. Anything to persuade me to listen to Roxy Music? I mean, there's loads of people that already have said to me I should do. Well, I think the first two albums in particular, it's very difficult because I love most of them. There's only about three Roxy Music tracks that I don't like. Right, yeah. <laughs> But the second album, just the other day, was I think was the album of the day on Six Music, right. For Your Pleasure, is really exciting. It's got great lyrics. It's fun. It's mm. very dark. The second yeah. side is kind of... It's got a kind of reggae psychedelic song called The Bogus Man which goes on for about 10 minutes and is just I've never heard anything be, be like it before or since really okay well in, in that case I'm, I'm going to download that album tonight I'm going to do it Ooh. I'm going to do it I'm going to get into Roxy Music because it's been too long I've put it off for ages yeah fantastic so let's, let's see if maybe Roxy will be the first track on we don't know here we go first track from James Swift's Sidebot Ooh, what is it They're too much too young. No one's going to look, look down on that. I hope not. You've got an absolute... That is the safest start you could hope for, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bar like... Yeah, I want to hold your hand or something like that. I've done it. You're you a big specials fan, or I wasn't a massive specials fan, but I did like. I loved the. Uh, I loved two tone at the time. I was. I, I got the specials first single. I think the day or two after it had been played on John Peel, and I never got to see them or Madness. And I thought I thought they were a really powerful band, and loads of clubs did get closed down because of the the violence and that's what mm. they wrote ghost town about and and they dealt with right wingers really i think they i think it may have been one of their last gigs where they had so many fascists in the audience that they all jumped off stage and ran them out of the <laughs> auditorium yeah. out through the foyer and onto the street well yeah that yeah. is that is hard you don't get that much <laughs> nowadays no you wouldn't you wouldn't get uh, someone told james me, blunt doing that yeah right. someone told me about a rage against the machine gig in Belfast, where they got the crowd riled up and were like, you know, let's go and uh, show the police what we think of them after the oh my show. God. <laughs> but then, as they came out, the police had already, like, just surrounded the... They were all there, 
found it in full force, wow. and everyone just walked out, saw the police, and decided to do nothing and just walked home. Yeah, sorry, I just got uh, overexcited. Sorry. Yeah, it's like, sorry, I, I didn't mean. When I said fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. I meant <laughs> I will do what you tell me if there's enough of you, and I will go home. <laughs> James Acaster on Fubar Radio. My guest is Angela Barnes. Hello. I got your iPod, well, your iPhone. Yeah. On shuffle in front of me. I am going to take the plunge first. I always think it's fair, fairer to do that. Okay. But how, how are you feeling about yours? You were. I'm a bit nervous because I, I looked at it this morning when I should delete some stuff, and then I didn't. I thought that's not a game. Yes. So I haven't deleted some stuff, but there's things on there. My worry is because a lot of it's nostalgic stuff, so yeah. it, I know it's rubbish. Okay. But it's because it reminds me of a time or a thing or. Yeah. So is know, that the stuff you would have deleted? Yeah, <laughs> what, probably. What stuff, what stuff were you planning on deleting? I think the deleting? thing I would have deleted most if it comes up... See, now I'm going to say what it is and it might not even come up, but it's sure. things like... It's my mum's a really big fan of Elkie Brooks. <laughs> What's Elkie Brooks? I, I don't, so I don't, even don't know even know that Elkie Brooks. She was a singer, like... Uh, she did lots of cover versions and stuff. Right. Her real name's Elaine Bookbinder. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant name. <laughs> Elaine Bookbinder. Why would you change that? And my mum was a big <laughs> fan. So when I grew up and it was always Elkie Brooks, Elkie right. Brooks records that's yeah. uh, playing... So they remind me of my mum, so I've got okay. a couple of those on there, you know, and I almost that's, deleted them. No. But didn't. That's good reason. You have stuff that reminds you of your parents, you know. But I think the thing is, because I'm, I'm old school, like, I listen to CDs still, so yeah. it's not like my entire music collection's on there. It's very right. select yeah. things that are on there for when I'm walking about, that's what I want to listen to. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm just getting all the disclaimers in. All of them, <laughs> just like, nothing on here is your, your fault at all. Yeah, nothing's my fault. <laughs> fact, I don't like any of them, actually, yeah. so, you know. I've got albums on here that that are just because they got played in the car when I was a kid. Yeah. But they're really good as well. Yeah. But then I've got loads of really embarrassing ones that I, I can't I wish I had blame. parents that were cool. I wish I had parents that were into Jimi Hendrix. I didn't. Yeah. I had parents that were into Elkie Brooks and Meatloaf. Yeah. But then what happens is, all the embarrassing stuff on my iPod is me. Yeah. So that's yeah. the thing. I can't go, oh yeah, my dad listened to it. It reminds me of my dad. It's there because I genuinely liked it. <laughs> and I didn't take it off my iPod. I just thought, no, one day I'll probably listen to that again. Yeah. So I've got plenty of stuff that's... Embarrassing enough. Well, let's see. Let's see what the first okay, one on my iPod is. So uh, let's see. First song from my iPod today. I need you right let's now. get lost tonight. You could be my black Kate Moss tonight. Play secretary on the ball tonight. That's how long I've been on you. Kanye West. Ah. With stronger. I think. So I've started off with a single. That rarely happens. Yeah. I mean, that got played on the radio. You know, normally. Anyway. Yeah. So like, that's that's fine, isn't it? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's like a normal radio show almost. Yeah, yeah, it's almost just a... <laughs> Playing a Kanye single, that's yeah. what you do. Well, oh, I, I'm, I'm just... so nervous right now, I can't... <laughs> I feel a bit You're sick right, mate. about what's going to happen. I don't know, chat about Kanye West literally today with Nish Kumar. Oh, yeah. About awards. And do you know he's Because he's done the whole he's thing where mental. he's... He's sabotaged things. Yeah, yeah. Back. I didn't even know this until today. Yeah, well, I don't know exactly. I've just read all the comments and stuff about it, but didn't really. Always, if Beyonce doesn't win, so if Beyonce's nominated and she doesn't win, he kicks Kanye off. walks on stage. So I think it was Taylor Swift. He did Taylor Swift. Before. He went. I'm going. I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce should have won this award. <laughs> and then we went back to his seat. And, and there's shots in the audience of like Beyonce and Jay Z being like, "No, stop it, Kanye, <laughs> stop." Oh, and then like he did it with Beck, when it, but he didn't say anything. He just walk, walked on, pulled a face like he didn't agree with it. Because Beyonce didn't win and then sat down again. <laughs> Which Why is, is, he, what, is he just nominated himself as Beyonce's spokesperson? Kind of like, either he's decided awards are so stupid that I'm just going to make fun of them yeah. every time, which is cool. Or he's decided awards are so important that I can't stand for anyone but the best, who yeah, I think who is the I best, think's wi- best winning. winning it. So, like, either he's really cool or he's a real dick. 
I'm going to go for the latter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there's other behaviour. But I always think whenever people in the public eye act really, really weird, yeah. they're either genuinely like that and they can't handle where they are, or they are just going, oh, this is ridiculous. I'm just going to... Going to highlight how ridiculous it is. Yeah, it's like Joaquin right. Phoenix when he did the whole fake breakdown and there's the film... Have you seen the film? It's called I'm Still Here. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Watch it, it's good. Right. It's not, like, amazing, but it's good. And it's like, you know that film where he went on Letterman and he had grown that big beard, he had shaved Oh, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was chewing gum. Yeah. And it was like, I... everyone made fun of him for having a breakdown, but it was all fake. It was all, like, all him, the... him yeah. kind of going... Because he just had his most successful year. He'd been nominated in the Oscars and all this. So then the next year he went, oh, here's how much people really care yeah. about celebrities. I'm going to deliberately act weird and see how many see of you what... suddenly reach out to me. And no, obviously no, no one, one did. does. Everyone makes fun of you. No one cares what you've done in the past. It's now just like you're the pariah, and that. that. So it, it was quite. It was a really good documentary for that. Yeah. So that with Kanye. All I think, if you keep thinking, is is there a documentary coming? Yeah, he knows. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's going to do a whole thing. Sample Maybe. on there from Daft Punk. Ah. You pro sample? Uh, it doesn't bother me. I think I when it first started in the late eighties and, and people started mm. sampling and stuff. And there was a big sort of purest thing about you can't do that that's not yeah but it's been done so well that yeah why not it's with that one though the Kanye one I think it, it's, it's just done the exact yeah you just yeah. go in that's that, I really like that, that song. song yeah I really liked it I'm just gonna do it yeah 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 <laughs> so either like be a bit. cover or do something with yeah. a sample don't do something yeah, totally it different should be a grey area looking at your iPod oh god now. I feel sick <laughs> what, uh, what are you hoping for? What would be the best outcome? The best outcome would be there's not much good on it <laughs> that, that, that would make me look cool. I think the best outcome would be something like a public service broadcasting track because that's like quite cool and quite. Yeah. So thank you God I didn't actually doubt because that U2 album was on there and I got rid of that so that's good because it's on my iPhone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's not going to come up. But there's some. I mean, there's some classic 80s G's on there. There really is. How did you feel? Were you angry with the U2? I just. I, it just seemed really silly thing to do like i don't know what they <laughs> thought was gonna happen everyone's yeah. gonna go oh thanks bono yeah because it's it's sort of sinister yeah you can just have someone's music appear on your yes i, I found it sinister it's like yeah. what what did they think was gonna happen <laughs> yeah you well know. it's like if someone it's like having a secret admirer who just puts their name on it yeah exactly <laughs> to give themselves away but, immediately or, or like your, somebody up. snuck into your bedroom and popped a cd in your you know, it's I probably just... like that, but like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was weird. If you are a U2 fan and you love them, and then you wake up and suddenly a U2 album is on is your it... iTunes, I bet they were delighted. But wouldn't it be better to go, hey guys, do you want a free download? <laughs> have a free download, yeah. and you opt in yeah. <laughs> rather than have to opt out. Yeah, that would have got them yeah. way more everyone kudos because then everyone's it. happy. Because then yeah, yeah. the U2 fans are happy because they got their free album. Yeah, people who don't like them are happy because they don't have to have a free album. Yeah. Why would you... I, don't, I just don't know what they thought was going to happen, how they thought everyone was suddenly going to go, oh, aren't they lovely? Yeah. They should have just done a really silly album, because they're, they're too, too, too earnest a band. Yeah, I think yeah. if they had done, a, like, a, a really stupid album and they're doing fart noises with their mouths... Yeah, yeah, just put I, that on it. I would have loved it, waking <laughs> up and going, oh, great, it's Bono doing a fart noise. <laughs> anyway. Oh, God, here we Andrew go. Andrew Barnes' iPod is about to go on shuffle. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Duran Duran Rio. Oh, Hello. <laughs> I think you've, you've got to be feeling pretty good about I'm that. I'm pretty happy with that. That's, uh, you know... You know. It's a cool song. It's retro cool. It's 
cool song. If that comes on in a club, everyone's going to dance everyone's to that. Everyone's happy. No one's going to go, ah, oh, no. Yeah. Not Duran Duran. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you're, you're totally uh, home free there. <laughs> do you like the uh, soft drink Rio? <laughs> I do, actually. I like, like the tropical it? one. Because there's two, aren't there? There's tropical yeah. and I can't remember what they call the other one. I like the more mango-y one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Which, it feels more like what, what they were drinking that song. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It feels more tropical. Yeah. Yeah. Favourite soft drink? I'm a Diet Coke addict. Yeah? Well, you just pointed at your bottle there, but that's Coca-Cola Life. That's Coca-Cola Life. Life. Do you know what? I know. It looks like I've just been conned by the advertising. I haven't dared try that yet. Well, the thing is, right, this is so boring, but I'm I'm addicted. When I gave up smoking five years ago, I started drinking Diet Coke way too much. Right. Um, But the aspartame in Diet Coke is really bad for you. I know it's all bad for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I drank so much of it that it started making me ill. Okay. So I had to stop drinking Diet Coke. (laughs) But drinking full-fat Coke is obviously just full of shit. Sugar. Yeah, yeah. So this is sort of a happy medium because this hasn't got aspartame and it's got stevia, but it has also got shitloads of sugar. Yes. So um, this is what I'm using to wean myself off. Okay. It's a proper addiction. They call it Coca-Cola Life as yeah. well. Which I think I sneaky... And they put a green label on it to make you think yeah. it's healthy. That's sixty like percent of, of the sugar of the normal Coke. Is it? Yeah. So it's not healthy. Looks like a meadow. That green. Exactly. Meadow they've, green. They've made it. It's like when they put started making McDonald's all green. Yeah. Like, what, do you, how yeah. stupid do you think we are? <laughs> Who's going to McDonald's for a salad? No one. Yeah. Is. But I was talking, there's a little name drop, but I did a TV yeah. thing with Ross Noble, and he yeah. had a Diet Coke addiction. Right. Because he saw I was drinking loads of Diet Coke doing the thing, and yeah. he said he had hypnotherapy. Really? Over his. It's properly yeah, addictive. It's really bad. Gosh. If I If I go to bed, and I know there's no Diet Coke in the house, yeah. I can't sleep. Really? Yeah. Wow. I know, that's bad, right? One Edinburgh, there were four of us in the flat, and I only saw the other two of the other guys. One guy, we never saw him, and we only right. knew he was in the flat because uh, there's a pile of one-litre uh, uh, Pepsi bottles that would just get bigger each day because wow. he drank, like, about two litres a day. Wow, it's so bad. And that so was bad. proper, like, yeah. like, just hooked on it. I'll drink two of these bottles a day, like these 500ml bottles a day, two so that's bottles. a litre a day. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite a lot of that. So bad. But I keep telling myself, better than smoking 20 a day, right? Right? Yeah, well, that's the thing, isn't it? Well, Is who it, knows? It, it, it's better than... <laughs> Whatever, but then I've started eating those naked bars. Oh, yeah. Instead, which I love. Yeah. But, like, sometimes I just go, well, I'm going to have so many of them. The and he's going, I'm pretty sure this is now adding up to the amount of sugar that would have been in a Mars bar. Yeah. If I've if I yeah, done yeah, it. Yeah, I've, I've now had that many. Today. James Acaster on Fubar Radio. My guest is performance poet Luke Wright, and we're going to be putting our iPods on shuffle. Kiss like a rock Pavement on Free Bar Radio with Major Leagues. Open us up. Pavement don't really know how to finish songs. I don't know if anyone's aware of that. They tend to just let it go on for a while until they all go, oh, that's the end of the song then. Run out of ideas. Hello, Luke. Hello. How are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Nice to be here on this Sunday afternoon. You are the most composed of our guests so far. Normally people are sitting there quite nervous about what their iPod's about to throw up. And you are, you seem well, I'm quietly not, confident. Uh, well, you might feel that I should be ashamed of some of the things that are going to come up, but I don't, feel, I, I don't feel ashamed, so we'll have to see. There's quite a lot of stuff on there. So I, I encourage that attitude. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm always concerned about how worried people are, I think. Come on. The thing is, I think some of the things I'll hate... 
really? cringe at the most will be the stuff that people regard as being like quite you know they're, they're the albums <laughs> that I bought because they've won some major award and I've listened right. to them twice and hated them so it'll still so look like, cool yeah like if the XX come up I'll feel physically ill but I've never like, listened ever, to them what they I, no, like, I don't well I, I guess I must have because I bought the album but I'm not sure I even got through I didn't like it yeah that's <laughs> that's a <laughs> thing just like I don't like it so yeah and then I sort of revert back to tight which is kind of you know not too keen on the name either the XX. the XX it's a bit of a it's a bit pompous yeah. isn't it it's one of the the bands as well and it came right at the end of the band sort of kind of craze I remember yeah. that being like the height of coolness I was in a band <laughs> when I was must have been like 17 so like, like, right at the end at the end of last century and uh, we called ourselves the hundreds we never did any gigs but we thought that was a really cool name it's like quite really classy having <laughs> yeah. the, the and then it became the thing didn't it yeah, the, the, yeah. well it goes in waves there'll always mm. be an era when it's always the yeah. And then they will stop, and it's really cool to just go straight in with hundreds. Yeah. And suddenly, that's a good band name, that's and then it comes back. The comes back around still, again. Still good, isn't it? Hundreds, I think the hundreds. I think hundreds. I, I think, good, that, I think the hundreds is good. To be good honest, band, how many of you in the band? Permanently, there was just me and my mate Hugh, and Great. we. Uh, <laughs> it was good. Though. We we uh, we we could have made it. What kind of music? It was just sort of ramshackled. What I'd like to think was sort of they call it lip pop, don't they? That kind of the Balan Sebastian end of things. It wasn't as yeah. complicated as that, but I thought my lyrics were quite obviously very intelligent and uh, on it. But yeah. It was just kind of it was indie music. So really. it, it, even then, we were into we were into Blur, we were into Blur and, yeah. and, and libraries. <laughs> <laughs> so you can imagine. It wasn't at yeah. seventeen, mate. Everyone was exactly, uh, that's hanging out down the library. Yeah. So Often it, the kids who wanted to beat us up. Yeah, who were waiting? Or well, they were hanging out Actually, outside well, they the were library. Also at the library, weren't they? They knew exactly <laughs> where to go. To, they they, they knew what to use as bait to kill a mockingbird <laughs> under a cardboard box. So you were writing lyrics then. I was. Yeah. What so were I you started, thinking? Yeah. Maybe there's this, this, this is the direction I want to go in. Well, because um, obviously, for those of you who don't know, you well, do poetry now. Yeah, I'm a poet. Yeah, and 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 that's my actual job. And yeah. but yeah, so I, when I was I was sort of 14, 15, and discovered music, and I thought the lyrics like really spoke to me, and started writing lyrics. Well, I started writing songs, but I couldn't play an instrument. Mm. And I taught myself to play an instrument, and the lyrics became sort of rudimentary songs. And I managed to coerce some other people into a band, and we did that for a while. And then I was 17, and I saw. Uh, Went to Culture Arts Centre and I saw John Cooper Clark yeah, and yeah. Uh, a guy called Martin Newell do pop poetry, you know, stamp poetry and tell gags in between. And it was just this wonderful fusion of everything I, I loved because I loved comedy as well. I kind of got into comedy via Python, obviously, yeah. and Blackadder, but also Fist of Fun. That was like my yeah. favourite thing on when I was a kid. And so this was this, you know, it was the mix of comedy, lyric writing and that sort of that rock and roll kind of swagger with the yeah, sort yeah, of cleverness. Yeah. It was all sort of there. And, and, and I was a month before I was up on stage doing my own terrible poems. That quick. Yeah, calling myself a I guess it is, yeah. you can do whatever you like. You can incorporate everything into poetry. It's a you? really, yeah, it's a really uh, broad church because you, 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 you and, and what's interesting is that I meet or have met a lot of people doing spoken word, performance poetry, you know, whatever it's, whatever it's called this week. And they've gone up to different things. So they're, 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 they're playwrights or they're rappers or yeah. they're songwriters or they're stand-up comedians. And they're either, they're either retreating from those other genres or they're about to go out into them. Right. It's anything goes, really. So you can take, go along and do a monologue, do yes. a bit of acting. You can, do, you can do a rap. You can kind of sing. And people are kind of very accepting of it. It's, very, it's, a, lot, it's a lot easier than, than the comedy crowds as well. So yeah. you've got a lot of bad comedians who perhaps can't <laughs> quite make it on the circuit yet um, trying out stuff there. I, I did um, that when I started out i did a um, poetry night as a they're advertised as an open mic competition in the middle of the night i didn't know it was a poetry night mm-hmm. so i went as a stand-up yeah and just did stand-up 
when everyone else was doing poems. With the lyrical quality, everyone's, you know, yeah, I, 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 I think, a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of poems yeah. are, you know, I mean, a lot of people who, who yeah. do spoken word pieces, they're not, you know, they're not poetic in any way. There's no, right. no sort of sonics, there's no rhyme, there's no meter. It's just, you know, it, it's, it's a short musing upon something. And yeah. a lot, a lot, often those are comedy. It's more like Rob Orton. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who we mentioned just before uh, we went on air. You know, he's a poet and actually writes some really quite beautiful little poems as well. But his, his live act is all about sort of, you know, non sequiturs and one liners. And, yeah. You know, and, and then that's when the, the, the boundaries become really, really sort of blurred. So. Yeah. For people who haven't seen Rob, he does shows that are often themed around one quite broad and simple subject like you did the face show yeah and the sky show and the yellow show yeah and right let's move on to ipods on shuffle i've got iPod, my ipod on shuffle i always take the first that's plunge it, i think yeah. that's that's fair enough so we'll see what mine throws up and then we'll uh, we'll move on from there here we go i'm worried that this is the whole song just warning you right now I really just downloaded this from my sister's wedding for her to walk down the aisle to. That's the only reason I've got it on my iPod. The worst thing is I've got a feeling this song goes somewhere at some point, but I have no idea when. It's a band called Hella, by the way. If, if you're interested in getting more of their stuff, they've got an extensive back catalogue. That's Hella, Hella there, Hella there with 2012 and countless. Great, great stuff. Yeah. I mean, no, no one's disputing that. Amanda's certainly not shaking her head in the, in the, in the producer's booth. Uh, great fun. It was good. I, I've forgotten that I like that album. That, I've got that because I love the, the drummer. It's one of my favourite drummers. I don't know if you've ever I just bought I I everything that someone's ever, anyone's ever done. Uh, no, I haven't done that. I don't think so. That's cool. I don't know, is that true? I guess some people, there's some people you'll always buy their stuff, even though, you know, mm. you went off their stuff years ago. Like, I'll always buy anything that Griff Reese does. Yes. Yeah, and to be honest, the last couple of Super Very Animals albums didn't really do it for me. And his solo stuff, oh, yeah, I quite like it. Yeah. I probably wouldn't, I don't like it enough to buy it, and yet I always buy it, because, yeah. you know, I, I'll, I will support that man. I, I stuck around longer than I wanted to at the Green Man Festival one year, because they were closing, and yeah. I was miserable. I, I'd been to the Edinburgh Festival beforehand, for two weeks and I'd camped and my tent had got flooded on the camped first night. Edinburgh. Yeah, it was horrible. Wow, I didn't have any horrible. money. Speaking of festivals, <laughs> here's Luke's iPod. Great Luke. Feeling good? Seamless. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I just hope it's not going to be boring. Uh, I don't think it'll be boring. Oh yeah? Well, you, you can see what it is, can't you? Let me have a little <laughs> look. Oh, I can see what it is. Here we go. Well, make up your own mind. Do it. Whether it's boring or not. Here we go. Cleaners from Venus with Young Jobless from Luke Wright's iPod. Luke is a poet and that band's name rhymes. The Cleaners from Venus. Uh, it's, it's, it's either. I used, um, I used to think that when I first heard it, I thought, my God, what an awful, 
awful name. That's just such a terrible name. Like, no, no wonder they never made it. But over the years, it's really sort of grown on me. And often people just call them the cleaners, which is quite cool. Right. Right. So, yes, it's a guy called Martin Yule, who's probably better known as a poet these days. Or he was for a while, anyway. And the music's kind of taken off again. And he's in his 60s now. But he was... That's, that's a track from 1980. But right. That sounds fresh. Like, um... And he was making jangly English pop music, but was always sort of out of time with, with what was going on. Like, really, you know, if he'd been a few years older, Britpop probably would have adopted him and he could have right. had some success. But by the time the 90s came knocking around, he was a, a belligerent, difficult man in his 40s. He refused right, to go yeah, to London yeah. for anything. So he's the guy who got me started in poetry. You know, I, I saw him perform poetry before I saw anyone else perform poetry. And his music's great. I love it. it I'm pretty it. glad that, that threw that up. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Some people listening to that might think that wasn't on shuffle and you, you, you chose that, but I, you did. I was almost, <laughs> I was <laughs> almost perfect. Perfect, I think. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I was, I was like a sort of a, uh, it's like Desert Island Land disc sort of yeah. choice. That yeah. landed on your feet there completely you there. James Acaster on Fubar Radio. Me, Marek Larwood, and Gina Yashere are going to be putting our iPods on shuffle. Thunder and lightning in my eyes, and when the train began to move, then she waved goodbye. Being for a while All year Jim Sullivan on Fubar with Whistle Stop. Nice song. Nice song. It's a lovely start. Yeah. Should I, should I say my name first of all? Because people think, who is this person? Can you say your name, age and where you're from? My name is Marek Larwood. I'm now 38 years old. And I'm... Well, where am I from? I think... <laughs> <laughs> I grew up on the Isle of Wight, so I'd say I was from there. Well, I was born in, hesitate? I'll give you, I think I should give you the full details. Yes, so I was please. born in Norwich. Yeah. Not a good place to say you were born, really, but um, a lot of my family from then. I moved yeah. to Wales when I was two, so... Can't remember? Very, can't remember? remember? No, can't remember the move. No. I'm sure it helped out, though. Yeah. And at the age of six, I moved to the Isle of Wight, so I'd say I'm from the Isle of Wight. Six till what? When did you leave the Isle of Wight? When I was 18, 19, that's the time I went to university. Yeah. This is pretty tedious. This is pretty tedious stuff there. Oh, mate, if, you, if you've never listened to the show before, this is right up our street. I want to ease people into it slowly with just gentle background yeah. details. Don't go thinking you're tedious for a second. Everyone's interested in the Isle of Wight. I, I've been there once. Was it for... A, it's either... People say, I've been there with a school trip yeah. when they were young. That's what most people say. Yeah. Or going to the festival, the festival now. Yes. Yeah. Well, I went there for a gig. I don't like festivals. No, why not? I don't... Here's my big problem with it... Uh, I don't like the other people jumping around in front of me. <laughs> I, don't, I, remember, I remember people saying to me, why don't you like gigs? And I went to see Polyphonic Spree, do you know them? Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of them. And it's supposed to be really, really fun. Yes. There was, just this, um, there was just this twat in front of me. You know, yeah. you get twat. The problem with, with shared experiences yeah. is that the, there's a one in three chance you're going to be in a close proximity to a total dick. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. he was just dancing up and jumping. You know, we were just... There's no sense of personal space and just yeah. almost hitting me with his elbow yeah. constantly. So it was yeah. just a whole gig of me trying to not get elbowed in the face by someone yeah. who was uh, incredibly happy and almost too happy. Yes. I feel I feel they're emotion thieves, these people. I think it's more annoying if someone's acting like inconsiderate like that and they're happy than if they're just aggressive. Yeah. Because if they're aggressive, at least, like, yeah, you, you know that you're... But if they're happy and they're being really inconsiderate to everyone, you go, you're... Both these things contradict each other. You can't be... I don't like it that you're this happy with life, you think everything's great, and you don't realise you're making it worse for everyone else. And it makes you suddenly start thinking, I'm the bad person for thinking old yep. jumpy pants is a dick. Yes, yeah, you know, it must be me. I mean, the Polyphonic Spree are a very happy band, all about 
the sun. They sing about the sun a lot. Yeah, it's sort of just nicking all the Jesus stuff and putting it into music, isn't it? And yeah, and going. Imagine if we weren't Christians, but we were happy as Christians. Yeah, I mean, it was it was all right. But a lot of gigs <laughs> I've been to, there's been people really people who are more into it than you. And I think I'd rather just sit at home and listen to it. Would you yeah. rather sit down at a gig? I'd rather not go. Not go at all. Yeah. Well, how many gigs have you been to, Mark? <laughs> Quite a lot. Yeah. It took me a while. I think when you get into your 30s, you sort of decide, actually, I do... So you stop trying to pretend to like things. Yes. I think, do you know what? Fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're about to play your iPod. Go, go for it. Feeling pretty good? Mm. Track one. Oh, no. Unlucky, <laughs> mate. No. I can't believe I sit on there. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, I go out somewhere, then I come home again A lot of cigarettes, I can't get no sleep What a horrendous pile of shit. Oh. That is razor lights there. Well, <laughs> unlucky. That's Mar- really bad, isn't it? It's um, really uh, bad. I'm going to say that is the worst one anyone's had so far. Come up on their iPod, I think. I don't know why I downloaded it in the first place, and I don't know why it's still there. <laughs> They're the worst, Just aren't what's they? annoying is, it's a bellend, a bellend, <laughs> song is shit. <laughs> I don't even know... <sighs> it's almost like the apocalypse, and I imagine the, the apocalypse happens, and all that's left is this fragment. Imagine if all that's left is a fragment of a podcast, and it's that. Anyway, Gina Yashere's here now, so we're, we're now going to look fine, aren't we? Your yeah, iPod's got the, nothing embarrassing on the, it. The music's going to get a lot cooler, I think, from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand the word. My ears are bleeding. It was too much, wasn't so it? So was my anus. I don't too know. Much of a, too much of an <laughs> intro for you uh, immediately. How are you? You all right? I'm very good. Uh, well, sort of. I've had two hours sleep. I was partying until 6am. and then really? I ended up doing radio. Yeah, because that's how I roll. Where, where, where were you partying? It was a place called uh, We Love Soul in Brixton at the Prince of Wales. And it's a quarterly yep. thing. And I never get to go because I'm never here. And my friends told me yesterday, it's on, we're going. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. And I left there about... Yeah, 6am, so yeah. Best track of the night? It's a guy called Sorda Scoffrey, it's called Days Like This, and we're all screaming and singing the song. In fact, I might, who knows, it might turn up. Yeah, it might even, put, that'd be nice, wouldn't it, that might, song that you've mentioned. Right, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Is there any embarrassing stuff on there? I don't find any of my music embarrassing, but I love a bit of Abba and Queen, so yeah. that could be embarrassing in some people's books, but not in mine. I'm a no. big Queen fan. Yeah. Like I think Queen. they're great. Yeah, they are good. Go. Like, I think ABBA was just like, they were together, and then, then they, and they maybe weren't. not together anymore. And now they don't divorced. make music anymore. That's, so that's basically that's what cool. happened. They all got divorced. The hard thing is doing vocal harmonies when you've all been divorced, I think. Exactly. Imagine if we had all been divorced yeah. now. And then it would be awkward. Wouldn't it be as fun? Well, we, we, no, it's, 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 it's oh, we were married to each other. Jesus. We're married to each other. All three of us. Yeah, we're all in a band. Confusing. We're all in a band. I mean, do, do we that's just what we call the band, confusing. Confusing, confusing. relationships. We'll call it confusing. So you pronounce the sing on it, so you know that musical. Because we're singing. Yeah. Ah, that's spade. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, well, let, let's see the first track from Gina's iPod. Let's see what it is. Now, now, rocking with Will I Am and Britney, bitch. Oh, yeah. Bring the action. It goes on and on and on and on. Will I Am. Scream and shout from Gina Yashere's iPod. You, you said that was embarrassing. I don't think Will I Am's embarrassing. Actually, no, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It's because it was Britney Spears. I, the first time I heard the song, I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then I heard it was Britney Spears, and I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh, well, fuck it. It's good. I'm dancing. Whatever. 
She's done good. I think Toxic's an amazing song. I think that's... Uh... I, that was another guilty pleasure, I must admit. It yeah. was. I quite like Toxic too. <laughs> <laughs> James Acaster on Fubar Radio. You've been listening to a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com.